thank you guys so much for listening to part one. Uh, so this is part two of our college football preview. Uh, I'm really excited to move on here because now we're done with the Big 12 and I don't get confused anymore between Nebraska's current conference. But I do have the ACC to cover. We've got the SEC to cover and the Big Ten to cover. And then we kind of preview our college football playoff uh, with plot to us a surprising winner, Alabama. Um, but no, going forward, we're really excited to kind of cover the Big Ten. Big Ten's got a lot of big hitters um, in there this year. Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, ACC, top heavy once again. And then the SEC, it's Alabama all day. But we do go into depth, discuss who we think might be a good Heisman Trophy contenders uh, from each conference and what we kind of expect going forward. So please enjoy. back for part two now college football palooza uh jay i did go back and do more research for you now i know todd helton is a baseball player um i know rich rodriguez is not coaching at arizona and uh lastly i know that crazy nebraska has left the big 12 for the past few years so now that we're caught up on college football let's continue being experts about college football yeah yeah okay let's let's try and do our best we'll be better now so we're in actually regular territory, uh, or regular talking points, I guess, territory for us. So we're jumping into next team. Uh, we left it off with the Big 12. So we're going to jump into the ACC. ACC is really top-heavy, I feel like, this year. Jay, what are your thoughts? It's all about Clemson, man. They are loaded everywhere. They got Kelly Bryant coming back. They swept the defensive line on the all-ACC first team. They are frightening. Yep. Nothing else to say there. I looked up there. I saw... Um, the all-American teams, mm-hmm. and it's just funny because, I mean, I, I don't know about you, man, but after seeing Deshaun Watson, um, Sammy Watkins, kind of those guys make it through there, I just always imagine Clemson with a incredible offense, and now this year you're turning around and you're looking at the defensive line, and it's just like, oh my god. They've got three guys that can go in the top 15 of next year's draft honestly right on the defensive line maybe even four i'm not i'm not sure i'm not mel kuyper i'm not mel kuyper however uh no i mean because uh farrell is a boss uh dexter lawrence they're gonna be playing next to each other richmond's own clellan farrell oh is that i forgot he was from richmond good call richmond virginia yep yep born and raised for you yeah, and he went to a high school that I am not a fan of. So of course, yeah, there's that. And then I know linebacking core Kendall Joseph's still there. Um, I mean, that alone, you'd be like, okay. I mean, that's that's all you're really going to need from your defensive line. And then, like you said, on the offensive line, they're still pretty stacked. Christian Wilkins, I'm sorry, he's also on the defensive line. So there's another oh, yeah. one for you. I forgot about him. Yeah. So when Clemson lines up this year in that 4-3 defense, I would hate to be against them. Uh, Jay, what's your thoughts on Florida State this year? What are they going to look like? Florida State's always going to be in contention. They consistently have top 10, top 15 recruiting classes. A couple teams to look out for, excuse me, are going to be NC State and Boston College. Now, Boston College hasn't been that good recently, but they started to pick it up a little bit last year. And maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment because they torched UVA on homecomings, which was the only game I went to last year. And their running back, A.J. Dillon, is a stud. Um, they're going to be able to run the ball in a few teams. Now, probably not Clemson, but I'd watch out for Boston College to be 
a sneaky good team this year. No, that's a really good pick. Uh, Boston College, didn't they beat Florida State last year? Oh, I'm sure they did. Florida State only won six games. That's right. I forgot they barely made a bowl game. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Boston College beat them last year. All right, well, perfect. Uh, but, yeah, I remember they had a really strong season. So I'm excited, though, just to see how that uh, Atlantic division looks. Coastal division, always the weaker of the two. Um, <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> however, there's a really big program, you may have heard of it, University of Miami, who's making a comeback. Tell me yeah, what your thoughts are. Their tone is going to be set on opening week. They're playing LSU on a Sunday in Arlington, Texas. They get the stage all to themselves, no NFL, no none of that going on. So they're going to get a chance to make some make some noise early on with the whether it's the committee or the AP voters, anybody like that. Completely. I mean, that LSU, LSU, Miami's, that's a big game. For opening weekend this year will actually be really good. Every year they always say the year before was the best, you know, this is the best year ever. Um, however, this year is going to be just as loaded as all the years prior. Um, Louisville, yeah. Louisville, another ACC Atlantic team, they're going to be facing Alabama. We have Auburn, Washington, which we've talked about so far. LSU, Miami. Uh, and then we'll get to it in a little bit. Um but a game I'm actually or three I'm sorry two games I'm really interested in is Michigan Notre Dame and then West Virginia Tennessee. So we got a few other games, but we do have an ACC matchup week one that we probably should at least review. Um, Virginia Tech's facing Florida State. Who do you have just off your head? Well, it's at Florida State. It's going to be a ridiculous environment. It's on Labor Day, so I mean everybody's going to be there. Um, Virginia Tech. Again, coming off of a few bad headlines in the offseason, as I referenced in the earlier podcast, Florida State's bringing in a brand-new head coach. We know Florida State's loaded with talent, and if Taggart can come in there and be the catalyst that motivates that team, I would look for Florida State to win that game. You know, I really like everything you said there, but you could have just said Florida State, and the reason is because you don't like Virginia Tech, and we would have accepted that here. Well, DeAndre Francois is a pretty good quarterback, too. He's coming off of that ACL. He's going to want to play well. Sorry, am I getting too analytical for you? Le- well, just with them, yeah. Like, Here's the thing, man. I'm a really simple guy. Um, you know, if you just don't like a team because you don't like them, it's all right. We can just say it. You know, we don't have to root for anybody here. We're all equal opportunity offenders. So, yeah, that's true. Blacksburg isn't that great. It's not. It's, it's, a, it's kind of a crap hole, quite frankly. So that's <laughs> why Florida State's going to win the game. <laughs> Dang, there go all of our Blacksburg listeners. You know, we didn't want them anyway, so... I don't think they would be listening after they found out we were both UVA grads anyways. Yeah, they would have stopped pretty soon. So that's all right, though. Um, but in all seriousness, now, I, I think Virginia Tech actually, on an unbiased way, Virginia Tech's actually very good. Their defense is always pretty standard. Uh, but Jay pointed out previously, Virginia Tech's got some issues, especially along that uh, the quarterback line right now. We'll see how they come back. Uh, the guy, the guy, Justin Fuente. My problem with Virginia Tech is every year uh, they really want to be a big time college football program, but they're kind of just mid tier. Um, they don't really win championships anymore. They basically win about eight games a year. They're good enough to be ranked for most of the year, and then they'll play one good team hard, and that's about it. Michael Vick's reputation precedes them. That, that's pretty much how yeah. they're still riding off the Michael Vick wave, and it's been, what, 15 years, years. now? I mean, Tyrod 15. Taylor, same thing. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah, Tyrod was pretty good too. Obviously, Michael Vick was on another level, but it's still riding off the wave off those two quarterbacks, honestly. Couldn't agree with you more there. Uh, But yeah, so... That's that's kind of where the ACC is. Um, no other really teams to focus on. We already talked about UVA. Uh, there are a lot of teams that could be bowl eligible, but not a lot of even teams that can compete. Like for example, I think UVA is a solid. We're I mean we're not a good program at all, but we're we're just solid enough where you think oh they could beat a decent team, but we're more likely going to just sorry about that. We're more likely just going to end up losing to all the big names anyway. Like we'll compete with Miami for about three quarters, and then their talent will just run away with us. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That pretty much hit the nail on the head there. Yep. So nothing to really. I hate saying it, but nothing to really review on that one. Um, so who, who, who do you got in the ACC title game, Connor? Oh yeah. Sorry. Of course. Um, Clemson, hundred percent. And I have Clemson Miami, which is a repeat of last year. Um, and yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be really tough to see anything but that happening. Honestly, honestly, I, I think Miami's really fun to watch. Though I'd love I'd love nothing more to see Miami get there, just because those guys are so goofy and with that chain. Uh, but I think Clemson's just too good. Sweeney's been there before. He's an incredible coach, and that line. I mean, we've already said it. You aren't running the football on them, so that's just going to limit you to passing options. I don't see Miami having enough firepower just yet to beat that, and. I've got Clemson winning the ACC and in the playoff as, and I'm going to drop a mic here, as the number one overall seed this year in the playoff. Ooh, that's actually not that controversial. But, it's not I at mean, all. But. <laughs> I'll give you credit for at least trying to step out, even though it really wasn't stepping it's out. It's not stepping out. I just, yeah, I mean, it's not really stepping out. I just think they're going to be undefeated at the end of the year. Looking at their schedule, the I know they're the number two team, but they really don't play a lot of tough games this year. I mean, Furman, A&M is going to be a tough game only because of Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, on the road at, yep. at Kyle Field. Kyle Field's always a tough place to play. Exactly, but overall their ACC schedules, Georgia Tech, Syracuse, Wake, State, at or NC State, I'm sorry, at Florida State's going to be a tough game. Louisville will probably be, eh, just depends. BC will be tough because that's on the road. Duke, South Carolina, but it's not, it's tough, but it's tough from a if you're Virginia Tech playing them, it's going to be a really difficult game for you. know Those are difficult games. Clemson's probably going to steamroll, I suspect, probably Florida State, Louisville, and BC. So I've got them as I my number one. I, I wouldn't rule out BC giving a run for their money, as I've already said. But, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I just don't know how good Louisville's going to be this year. I don't know if they can keep the Lamar momentum going. Petrino's a great offensive coach, but you have to wonder if Lamar really was that team. You're right, and – you know, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, great player. Um, truth is, the guy was just such a freak of nature on the field. I mean, he could he, he literally just would take off and get 50 yards. That It's hard to really replicate that and replace that. Yeah, you can't. Right. I mean, you, just, you can't. Yeah. It's the Michael Vick, essentially. Like where you, There's no way to replace that. You just have to hope that you can stymie it and do the best you can with what you have. So. Um, but yeah, so I've got Louisville just kind of mid-tier, uh, probably hanging around. NC State, I think, will probably be a little bit better than them. Um, but State's the only other team I could see giving Clemson some some trouble. So, Dark Horse Heisman candidate, A.J. Dillon, running back, Boston College, already dropped his name earlier. Good call. I like where your head's at. And um, I'm going to stick with you on that pick for Heisman out of the ACC. Wow. 
I was jumping on the bandwagon. I am actually. I was looking up his stats earlier. I, I'm an ACC guy. You guys, I know you don't believe it because you heard what I said about the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, but or Big Twelve. Sorry, but I promise you, I know my ACC football. So I'm actually go with you on that because I think he's just kind of have an incredible year. Um, what's his name out of BC a few years back? Oh, uh, that was a Heisman contender. Andre Williams. Thank you. That's the one. I'm sorry. He uh, ended up rushing though for like. What, 2,200 yards? Something just absurd. Yeah, he's got picked by the Giants in the NFL draft, too. Yeah, and it worked out so well they got Saquon Barkley. So. Yeah, yeah, it tells you something about his career. Hey, but you know what? Good for him. He had an incredible season of college football, more than I can say. I'd never even touch the field, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's true, that's fair. I mean, yeah, good for him. He, I mean, I'm sure he's got big posters on his wall up in New York at the Heisman Trophy ceremony, you know? That's what I would. Yeah, yeah. Get that yeah, frame. why not? Yeah, that'd be cool. So, um, but yeah, so I like the AJ Dillon pick. Uh, let's. You want to move on now to the Big Ten or SEC? Your pick now. I'll let you go. Oh, uh, Jay's I, got a controversy. Do what you want because you have a controversy we have to bring up. I don't think it's controversial. I just think Big Twelve's Big Twelve. Oh boy, no, no, no. I think the Big Ten is a better conference than the SEC right now. See, it's controversy. People are going to be upset about that. Yeah, I just think. The Big Ten has, they, they, first of all, they have better quarterbacks, they have better coaching. Almost everything's better about the Big well, Ten except for the team at the top. So let's save them and let's just go with the SEC then. Uh, SEC, let's, let's do it. huge year for them offseason-wise. Someone's out. Jimbo Fisher's in with an incredible contract. Oh. Yeah, I worked for $75 million, I think is what he got. Yeah, uh, Gruden got 10 years for uh, $100 million as an NFL coach. Yeah. So... Good for Jimbo. Really excited for him. He's also got to live in A&M, so enjoy that. Yeah, I think he'll probably be better than Gruden with the Raiders. Raiders aren't going to be that good this year, but that's for the NFL podcast. Yeah, we aren't going to talk about that NFL, the pesky NFL now. Um, no. But I like the SEC in terms of two. there are two teams I like. I love Georgia a lot, and everyone likes Alabama because if you've watched college football the past 10 years, you know Alabama's really, really good. Yeah, and this year, it, uh, Georgia ended their run of number one recruiting classes. They had number one recruiting class for the past at least three years. Yeah, I remember. Um, all right, so they had 15, I know 15, 16, 17. I, I'm pretty sure they had 14 as well. And then Georgia was number one, Ohio State was two, and Texas was three. Bama actually ended up fifth because, you know, being fifth in recruiting is definitely a detriment to your program. Yeah, it must, I feel so bad for Alabama. <laughs> oh, God. So, I'm excited, though, about where uh, the SEC is just going in general this year because when you have two teams that good, uh, it's just kind of tough for everyone else to catch up. So, we can wax poetic about Alabama. I mean, they're just stacked at every position. We all know it. They have whichever quarterback they want. They can pick between Jalen Hurts and... And uh, Tua this year, so congratulations. Look, yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna pick Tua. I yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I think Hertz might be transferring, but besides the point, Georgia, um, they've got running back a uh, Swift in. They got Fromm back for another year. They're gonna be stacked. They have a great team. Good for Kirby Smart down there. Uh, but let's, if it's okay, because we we're gonna talk about them probably in a little bit. I suspect uh, when we discuss playoffs. Yeah. So let's just move on past them. What are a few just dark horses that you think are in the SEC? So there are two teams that I'm a fan of. One of them is in the top 25, and one of them is way outside the top 25. So 
I think Mississippi State is going to make a lot of noise this year. Uh, they're ranked 18th to start the year in the AP preseason poll, but they are, they've got more NFL talent on their roster, arguably, than any time in their history. So I'm looking at them to start the season at least 5-0 and before they face Auburn at home. Um, they, obviously, their key games, Auburn at LSU and then at Alabama. If they win two of those three games, I can see them making a New Year's Day, New Year's Eve bowl. I, I think they're that good. All right. That's pretty bold. And the other team I'm looking at that's a bit of a dark horse is Missouri. I think Missouri can make some noise just because they've got – I'm just jumping on the quarterback train. They, Drew Locke is a really good NFL prospect. He completes a ton of his passes. I think he's right around the 60 65% range. He was getting NFL looks last year. He's getting NFL looks this year. I think if he can reach any type of his potential, he can lead Missouri to a really good year. Okay. I mean, good for you. That's a bold move. That's a really bold what move. Happens, what happens when you do your research? Hey, I'm not saying you don't. I'm not saying I don't do research on the SEC. I'm just saying I know how this is going to end. We know how the story goes. It's like yeah, NBA. Like, why am I going to look up all this crap about the NBA? Which plot twist? I do. Either way, when I know the Warriors are going to win at the end of the year. Yeah, and, well, NBA podcast for another day. We, we know I have a lot to say because of my team. Yeah, and, we're, and that's okay. And we'll talk about that. We have a lot of time for NBA talk. But in regards to the SEC, it comes down to what team is capable of beating Alabama. So Auburn beat them last year in a really fun game. And then Auburn got kind of blown out by Georgia, um, SEC championship game. So, yeah, I, Auburn's talented. They got Jared Stidham coming back at the quarterback position, but I'm actually looking for Auburn to take a step back this year. I think they're a, not just a bit. I think they're way overrated, number nine. I can easily see them losing four or five games, finishing the season unranked with the schedule they have this year. Well, you know, it's funny. Actually, I, saw their, I was looking through their schedule. They play Liberty this year. <laughs> oh, boy. Right before they play Alabama. So, uh, <laughs> Auburn's schedule, though, is very difficult. Washington's tough game. Two weeks later, LSU uh, at home, but still. Uh, then they play at Mississippi State, home yeah, against Tennessee. I think I, I, I'm going to pick Mississippi State to win that game, obviously. Yeah, no, I, I like that. That's a good pick. They end the season, though, with A&M home at Georgia, home against Liberty at Alabama. You aren't – if you can come out of there 2-2, two and two, that's a pretty – that's a great run. Who am I kidding? If, if Auburn wins 10 games this year, they deserve to be on the on the door of the playoff with that schedule. Oh, completely. I mean, you can't play Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi State, and Wash, Washington and LSU. I mean, that's five top 25 teams. And that's two right now in the top three. Well, I mean, heck, three in the top six. I, I don't know. That's, that's going to be a tough debate. I'm happy I'm not on the committee for that. But I... I See what you're saying. Auburn could easily take a step back. That's just a tough schedule for him. Uh, Jared Stidham's really going to have to earn that money that he's not earning this year. Wink, wink. I'm not even going to comment on that, but I feel you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that's – I like your pick, actually, Mississippi State, because I was looking through it, and I just – LSU is kind of same old, same old. Um, I don't trust LSU. So, yeah, the thing with LSU is the same question every year. Are they going to be able to score? My gut feeling is No. Probably, because that's the trend recently. So I look for that to probably continue. 
No, completely. Yeah, I I agree on that. It's really tough with the SEC anymore, and I actually am, I'm going to side with you all of a sudden. The SEC is just not fun. Yeah, now that you're looking at it, you kind of see where I'm coming from, huh? Yeah, I do. All right, because Alabama and Georgia, there's a chance that they just play in the SEC championship game. I mean, if whoever comes out of that, if they're both, let's say they're both undefeated, just hypothetically, right? If they're both undefeated, are they going to end up not making the playoffs because they face each other? I just, it's frustrating. It feels like Ohio State, Michigan again. Um, So I don't know. Um, Looking at Alabama's schedule, I don't see them losing. Looking at Georgia's schedule, I don't see them losing. The hardest game I think they have is at LSU. Yeah, and LSU is barely ranked to start the year. That tells you enough about Georgia's schedule. Right, they're in on status alone. Uh, yeah, and likewise, Alabama's hardest game is probably the Iron Bowl, but also at LSU. LSU's got quite some home games this year, man. Yeah, you're right. No, and I actually like what you're what you're saying there because you're exactly right about the Alabama schedule um, and Georgia's schedule. I mean, I'm looking at it, Alabama, I mean, they aren't really facing, their SEC schedule just isn't that difficult. The A&M game is going to be probably tough, but that's a home game. Um, and I, once again, I'm only thinking the A&M is going to be tough game, it's going to be tough because of Jimbo Fisher and what he did at Florida State. I'm watching out for the Raging Cajuns on September 29th, you kidding? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we can all have our opinions, that's fine. I'm a big fan of those Raging Cajuns. What a great name. That is it, a good name. It, it, it definitely sticks in your mind. Yeah, I hate saying it, but I, it's you all Lafayette, so yeah. Yeah. Yep, I know who you're talking about, so that's okay. We'll, we'll survive that one. We'll survive. I think they'll survive the Raging Cajuns. But yeah, so actually, um, I'm kind of bored here, so I'm guessing we're both going to have Alabama-Georgia in our final, right? Yeah, and then anything goes from there, honestly, because Georgia's mm-hmm. matching Alabama pound for pound in the recruiting battle these days. Yep, so... Uh, who do you have? Just if you have to pick a winner, who are you picking? Oh, uh, right now I'm gonna pick Alabama. All right, I'm gonna pick Georgia just to be contrarian. Well, uh, they probably—it's tough to say who wins the quarterback matchup with those two teams because we don't have enough sample size from Tua and Jake Fromm was spectacular last year. No, exactly. All right, so I'm looking. Yeah, man, I'm good with the SEC. If you're good with the SEC, I mean, I have Tua as my Heisman Trophy pick. I, I mean, I probably put. Jake Fromm in there for my Heisman Trophy picks in that yeah, conference. That works. I mean, that's another good player. But yeah, I mean, overall, there's not a whole lot. Not a whole lot to really go off for the SEC. Sorry, SEC. Um, I'm going to have to side with Jay on this. Let's move on to the actual most interesting conference, uh, Big Ten. Come over to the light side. You're finally seeing the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> uh, Big Ten's actually loaded. Now, I'm looking through it. So, uh, Jay. Yeah. What, just give me your initial thoughts on the Big Ten. Okay, so before we even start talking football, whatever happens with Urban Meyer in these coming weeks, maybe even this week, uh, I think Brett McMurphy was talking about it on Twitter, even earlier today, that something might come pretty soon. And if if he's suspended for the first couple games, that's Oregon State and Rutgers, so that's not going to mean anything. They're going to win those games anyways. Um, but if he's if he's terminated... Anything goes in the Big Ten, honestly. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Because uh, at that point, if Urban Meyer's gone, Ohio State's going to be in free-for-all. Um, if they win nine games, that'd be a great year for them. Then on the doorstep, Penn State has been... Uh, I mean, they're back. They're back to being a great program. Good for James Franklin. It's great for college football when Penn State's good because you see that stadium all lit up with the white T-shirts on a Saturday night against 
Michigan or something like yeah. that. And it's just, it's great for the sport, honestly. Oh yeah, no, I I agree. Uh, it's like when LeBron wins, you know, you it's much you don't like it. Yeah, it's pretty nice. So yeah, um, we gives us something to talk about. Michigan State's also there, right behind Penn State at eleven. Uh, they're hopefully going to have a bounce back. Um, well, just not a bounce back here. They had a good year last year, but you know they're probably hoping to compete again for a Big Ten championship. Uh, they did win back in twenty fifteen, um, and then got blown out by Alabama in the playoff game. It yeah, wasn't I don't. Uh, I'm not big on Michigan State this year. Penn State, Trace McSorley got named the second team quarterback preseason AP. So mm-hmm. um, I, I'm looking for good things out of Penn State. The the Big Ten East is just ridiculous. It's it's not even fair. Wisconsin's gonna have a cakewalk pretty much. Meanwhile, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State, and Michigan have to go through each other. It's just not fair. <laughs> I don't know. Northwestern's a pretty good program. Well, uh, by your tongue, Northwestern's going to be good here in a, in a year or two, if not this year, because they, re- they recently got that transfer from Clemson. If I hear one more person that tell me that Northwestern's going to be good here in a year or two, they've been getting good in a year or two since they lost to Ohio State on college game day. That was that was an epic game. That was a pretty fun game, but that's besides the point. I agree that Wisconsin's going to probably steam. Well, most likely, you can never tell with Wisconsin. They're the UVA of the Big Ten. Um, no, no, no. In basketball, maybe not. For, that's a, a don't don't do Wisconsin like no, that. No, 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 no. Not in a bad way, but like we used to be, we used to be similar to Wisconsin, where we'd be very good in football. We'd have our good years, but we would just never win the one game we needed to win to make it to the ne- you know like a championship. Level. I'm not saying uh, you mean now. you mean like you mean like Virginia Tech the year before we got there. When yeah, no, th- okay. yes, I'm sorry, yeah. yes, exactly. Like when we were good, like growing up, when we were good, uh, we used to have, I mean, great talent, and then we'd go and end up losing to Miami by like, you know, seven points. We'd lose to Florida State by a, you know, field goal, stuff like that, and all of a sudden now, like we weren't, like, it's like Wisconsin's kind of the same way where like they're close, but they'll end up probably losing to like a Michigan or losing to um, uh, Ohio State. Let me look at their schedule. Uh, okay, like Penn State, for example. They play at Michigan and at Penn State. That's not going to be easy game. No, not, not at all. Well, at Iowa, Iowa's always a trap game. Look at what they did yeah. to Ohio State last year. Oh, my God. I forgot that Blitzkrieg they put on them. Yeah. That was – they did them dirty. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's 55-24 or something like that. That was insane. Yeah. That, that pretty much kept Ohio State out. Oh, it did. It 100% did. It was the only reason they were out. Yeah, and it should have. I mean, that that was embarrassing. So, uh, but yeah. So even moving down, um, let's the team I'd just like to talk about, I guess, for a few minutes is Michigan. Uh, Harbaugh is getting paid a bazillion dollars there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they open the season at Notre Dame. They end the season with Penn State and Ohio State. In the I'm sorry, Michigan State. Pause. Let me let me rephrase this. I'm, I started looking at the schedule. <laughs> Their middle, I'm not kidding, they have a middle stretch here of three straight uh, games of Wisconsin at Michigan State. Thankfully, they have a bye week, and then they face Penn State, and they end the year at Ohio State. That's not going to be easy at all. What do you foresee with Michigan this year, uh, especially with your boy uh, Patterson jumping in as quarterback? He's not my boy. He's just, just because I texted you that he's starting doesn't mean he's my boy. Hey, you texted uh, me. I assumed you are friends. Yes. Yeah, so Jay Patterson was... Pretty good quarterback at Ole Miss, and he was one of the guys who transferred once everything hit the fan there. And 
he won the quarterback battle of Michigan, I think, pretty handily, probably. I mean, we don't know too much because Harbaugh likes to keep stuff secret, but I'm pretty sure he probably won the uh, competition handily. And if he's anything like all of the Michigan chat rooms say he is, he's going to be pretty good. The Michigan chat rooms and all those Twitter homers think that he's the next great Michigan quarterback, but... I mean, we'll see. If he's anywhere near that level and they're able to win double-digit games winning at Michigan State or at Ohio State, I'd consider that a successful season for them. The season opener with Notre Dame is going to be really tough. Um, Under the lights in South Bend is always a tough environment. And they're renewing that rivalry, Michigan-Notre Dame, one of the classic rivalries in college football. So the emotions are going to be high for that game. Uh, If they're able to come out on top of that game, I'd look for them to maybe make it to double-digit wins this year. All right. Um, well, first question is, do you like to frequent Michigan chat rooms? Learn uh, something new no. to you? Huh? You said it, not me. So. Um, but no, in all fairness, I, I agree. I mean, Patterson should be – he should be finally the good, first good quarterback for Harbaugh. But it's yeah, in- they, had, they had Wilton Spate there for a year or two and – I mean, what's Richmond's, he? Own, Richmond's own Wilton Spade again. Always got to give Richmond, Virginia a shout out. He's transferred to, over to UCLA now, so they they lost him, and he was never really that good for them, anyways. I was gonna say he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't that successful of a quarterback. But besides the point, let's take a look now at um, a few other factors. I just want to review here. So there are a lot of big games in the. We've already discussed like these teams. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of good teams in the Big Ten. Uh, what is the, if you can pick them, the two games that you find the most important for these teams trying to win the Big Ten? Oh, man. Well, you always have to start with Ohio State and Michigan. That's okay. the biggest rivalry in college football, arguably. So that's always 1A, one, 1B, one one, one 1C. Let me paraphrase to make it a little bit easier. Let's make each team's most, the biggest game for each team if they're going to make it to the playoff. So I okay. think Michigan's a good all right, great. So Michigan Ohio State, I agree with that. So Michigan Ohio State for both teams, yep. I think. So Michigan's biggest game is Ohio State and Ohio State's biggest game is Michigan. Even though they play at Penn State this year. Um, you just always need to beat your arch rival. And it's the end of the year, so it's a statement going into the postseason or the Big Ten championship, depending on if you make it there. Um, for Penn State, they have Ohio State at home. And Michigan State right after a bye. So I, I think if they're able to beat both those teams, then they're setting themselves up well for their brutal run where they have at Michigan and Wisconsin at home. I think, it, okay, if I take one game from Penn State, it's probably the Penn State-Wisconsin game, honestly. Yeah. I, think that's, I think that's a preview of the Big Ten Championship game, preview of things to come. But uh, I think... That's going to be a crucial matchup for both teams. Okay. I mean, I I like that pick. Um, I was going to say with Penn State, it's funny because I was looking at the Wisconsin game too. Uh, I'm going to go with the week before only because it's it's in Ann Arbor. And I yeah. think at Michigan is just going to be a very difficult – it's a tough game for anybody, um, especially if Michigan's playing well at that point. That's going to be a very tough environment to go into and get a win. If you can get a win there, you're going to be fine. Happy Valley is going to go crazy during that Wisconsin game. Uh, but – no, I completely agree with what you're saying there. I mean, both those games are, I mean, very important for them to try to make it to the playoffs. So, great. Um, all right, now let's move to Ohio State. 
uh, for right now. Ohio State probably also is the best player, I think, in the Big Ten, in Nick Bosa. Oh, yeah. Number one pick in next year's draft. Yeah. I mean, the guy's a – I mean, he's a tank. It's for those of you that are trying to figure out Bosa, where'd you hear that? That's actually Joey Bosa's brother, um, who was the number three pick overall, and he also went to Ohio State. What are those kids – been drinking growing up it's like the Gronkowski brothers yeah well I mean only one of them turned out to be an NFL star the other ones are just fallbacks right yeah the other ones are just massive yeah Ohio State though um Ohio State this is gonna be weird because I I agree with your Michigan pick uh and this is a little bit different but I'm gonna say TCU because it's an early game and you have to win that if you want a shot at making the playoff because that's really what they want they want a shot the playoff to win yeah, the, and it's it's allegedly a neutral site game, but it's in Arlington, Texas, so yeah. that's a home game for TCU. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be easy, but I like that. For, in terms of Big Ten games, I 100% agree Michigan's the hardest game for them that year. So, uh, And then finally, Wisconsin. Uh, which game would you say? Oh, they have to win at Penn State, probably. Uh, at Michigan, I think, is a big game, but at Penn State, a lot of people at that point, even if they beat Michigan and even if they're undefeated at that point if Wisconsin doesn't beat Penn State they're they're gonna not be viewed as legitimate of a team I think yeah I mean it's just gonna be the same old and it, it is a tire tiring line of just oh they can't make it they can't play when it counts but if they beat Penn State then people know okay they're for real and then they play in the Big Ten Championship now we've already just deduced that the Big Ten Championship is going to be Wisconsin versus whoever can come out of the East. Uh, but yeah. who, if you had to choose now, what is your team to come out of the East? Penn State. Okay. Do you give, uh, and just percentage-wise, do you give Michigan State a shot? No. I, I have Michigan. So in the order that I would probably predict, again, this is really fluid on the Urban Meyer situation because I do think the Urban Meyer thing is going to hang over Ohio State all year and it's going to be a drag on them emotionally. I I would have had them before this scandal uh, started rearing its ugly head, but I've sw- I've gradually moved over to the Penn State side. Okay, so let's go Penn State. I think they'll finish Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, and then Michigan State. Yeah, um, that's true. I agree. And I like that, but I think Penn State could come out. Um, it's funny, actually. I was sitting there like, oh, I think Penn State's probably the best team, and then you said Penn State, so look at us. Uh, Penn State, Wisconsin, who wins that game? Oh, man, that is such a toss-up. So it's going to really depend a lot on the play of Alex Hornibrook, the quarterback of Wisconsin. Some people really like him, and there are some people that really don't like him because they just don't view him as a, as good of a quarterback as as some others believe he can be. But Jonathan Taylor, the star running back for Wisconsin, I'm looking for him to have a huge year. He's only a sophomore. He broke out as a freshman. Um, if those two can play... Uh, up to their potential, I think they could end up beating Penn State, but I'm going to pick Penn State right now because they're going to be way more battle-tested, and I think they're a bit more talented and, dare I say, well-coached because James Franklin's, frankly, a really, really good coach, no pun intended, because of <laughs> you, you look at what he did at Vanderbilt. Yeah. They don't really have that much in terms of resources there, and it's hard to recruit players to Vanderbilt, and he was still able to win big games there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's funny. I was thinking the exact same. As usual. Yeah, uh, I like Penn State a lot. I 
Taylor was actually my Heisman dark horse coming out of the Big Ten. Um, I don't think he's much of a dark horse. He's pretty. He's pretty favored. Yeah, I, I just I was thinking more for like running backs. Like Love's already number one in my book for running back, and I thought Tool was pretty high up. But that's fair. So all right, Taylor's just a regular favorite. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, so I like that though. Uh, so I've, I do have as well Taylor coming. Um, Wisconsin though coming out there. Penn State winning though. Penn State gets in the playoff now. Let's talk about year-end. Uh, so we aren't going to talk about Heisman because that's just, I mean, it's a toss-up. There are people that come out of the woodwork every year. Let's talk, though, about the final four in the playoff. What is your, right now, what is your final four and what's it look like? So I've got, since I have Alabama beating Georgia, I've got Alabama 1 and then Clemson 2, and then it's going to be up to the voters, really, where they put Georgia, but I think Georgia's going to get in. I think those are the big three in college football this year. It's going to be really hard for any of those three to not make the playoffs. So Alabama, Clemson, Georgia are in there. And since I have Penn State winning the Big Ten, they'll be my fourth team in there. Okay, and I like that. Uh, so I have Clemson won. Um, I was going to say Alabama was – or Georgia, actually. I'm sorry, I have beating Alabama. So I have Georgia 2. I don't. You cannot put Georgia, Alabama, two, three, right? So what's right. the only way you can do it? So you bump Penn State up to three, put Alabama at four. So you have a rematch: Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Penn State. So no matter what, you're going to end up with Georgia versus Alabama, or Georgia versus Clemson, most yep. likely. Well, that makes sense. Um, I think it, it would be tough to see where the voters will put Georgia after they lose to, if they lose to Alabama, but. Let's say they just go on conference championships. So they put um, Alabama one, Clemson two. Oh, no, then they have Alabama and Georgia in the first round. Can't do that. So yeah, I think that probably end up being the same thing. So I do Alabama one, Clemson two, Georgia three, Penn State four. Yeah, and that's I think it's a bit unfortunate. Uh, but if if there's one of those teams that you could see, and well, I guess we'll let's move on with our prediction. So if we'll use your bracket because I mean they're basically the exact same. Um, okay. All right. So, Alabama, Penn State. Who would you have winning that? I would have Alabama, probably. Yeah, I mean, I hate saying it, but yeah, I like same. Yeah. Uh, Georgia, Clemson. Who do you have there? Oh, that is such a toss-up game. I tell yeah. you, they're both so talented and so well coached. Um, if I had to pick one right now, though, I just think Clemson's defensive line would be too much for Georgia, honestly, because they've lost so much in the running back talent. They, they had a, pretty much a drain there when they lost both Sonny Michelle and Nick Chubb to the NFL. Yeah, I have to agree with that. I, I have Clemson winning. Clemson's just too big. There's too oh, big. There we go. Fast. Who do we got in the final, Connor? <laughs> well, Alabama's back, and then Clemson's back. So round three finals. This would be part four of the series. Yeah, so we're getting into Star Wars territory. Just who asked for this fourth movie? <laughs> Seriously, um, who do you have? I mean, I got Clemson winning it. So I think it might end up coming down to the quarterback battle, and I don't know if we've seen enough of Kelly Bryant yet. If he turns out to be everything that he's been built up to be, I think they can end up beating Alabama. But I'm just going to pick Alabama for right now. <laughs> I mean, it's a safe pick. It's not like we went on, on a ledge here. At all, so yeah, not even close. But yeah, I kind of agree with you on Kelly Bryant. Um, they got uh, so much talent, though, man. I'm really excited to see them play. Uh, problem we're at now, however, is we've got Alabama Clemson, and I don't really like that. That's too easy. So let's go strictly dark horse, okay? 
So you have to pick a team that isn't just obviously in it. Who would be in your top four if it wasn't one of the teams we discussed? I think you have to put Washington in there, Pac-12 champion. Okay. Um, let's say Wisconsin wins the Big Ten. I put them in there. Big 12, I don't know if they would necessarily deserve it, but Big 12 champion in my case, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm leaving out SEC. Let's do my SEC dark horse and put Mississippi State in there. Hey, I like that. That's fine. Good. Um, all right, so let's do uh, between Wisconsin, Washington, Oklahoma, Mississippi State. Who's the one seed there? Wisconsin? No, Washington. Uh, yeah, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Think, all right, uh, yeah, let's assume Wisconsin wins the Big 12. So, yeah, our Big 10, sorry. So, Wisconsin won. Washington, two? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Let's say if we, if Mississippi State wins the big the SEC, then they would have to be two, right? Uh, maybe it just depends. But I mean, guys, I'm looking at their schedule. Yeah, they'd have to face Alabama. They have to beat Alabama, beat A and M, beat Auburn, beat LSU. Okay, yeah, we'll put them two. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So <laughs> them two, a uh, seven, um, or I'm sorry, uh, Oklahoma. We'll put them at three, right? And then. Would we put, I guess, Washington at four? I, I guess. Yeah. Man, that's, that's Wisconsin-Washington. That would be an epic first-round game. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if ratings would be high or not. but Well, that's why it's a dark horse tournament. We're not counting on high TV ratings here. No, that's a good point. Uh, so, yeah. So, <laughs> everyone wants parody until parody exists, and they're upset. Yeah, the television ratings were probably a lot lower for the UMBC Kansas State game than they would be for UVA. Kansas yeah, I'm pretty State sure they're more bummed that we weren't against Villanova. Like Villanova, they didn't get Villanova, Duke, Virginia, and um, um, yeah. Well, I, I know where you're coming from. Wherever it doesn't matter. They were looking for actual like blue bloods and teams that were good throughout the year. Oh well, maybe next year. But yeah, so uh, I'm excited. So there we go. Uh, my national championship champion is Clemson, Jays is Alabama. I can't say that's a bit of a shock. No, well, I mean, I'm not going to put Virginia in there. <laughs> I mean, you could. We could get really crazy there. Um, I'm not that crazy. No. All right, well, there it is. So uh, that's college football this year. It turns out it's going to be a lot like the past four years. So Yeah, that's not a surprise. Not at all. Uh, now, on our end, that, that's pretty much everything we have here. I'm excited. Um, Jay, before we leave, I like just kind of leaving everybody with the game that you find uh, not, most, not most important, but you know, biggest game to start the year uh, in the upcoming week. So what game are you, without a doubt, watching opening weekend? Michigan-Notre Dame, 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited for that game. That's Good pick. I, I mean, I'll pick Washington-Auburn only because that's the other one, but I have to agree. I mean, Michigan-Notre Dame, that's a classic rivalry. It's going to be so much fun watching those guys go at it. Yeah, and I'm not emotionally invested like my brother William, the big Notre Dame fan in the family. That's right. So you can just make fun of them the whole Yeah, especially if they lose. Exactly. So, good plan. Um, all right. Well, Jay, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I know it's really late your time, so thank you for sticking around. Um just everybody, if you're listening to this, uh, please make sure to subscribe. I'm sorry, subscribe here and rate the podcast. Uh, we typically only do five stars, but if you want to give me a four star, I guess I'll accept that too. Um, Jay, thank you so much, man. Uh, you are a big help in terms of correcting all my mistakes um, and also helping me get all the schedules put together, which is super nice of you. So, <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's been a long time coming because we do this on the phone like every other day it seems pretty much yeah so all we did is just record this conversation 
That was the only difference. <laughs> so. Yeah, and we'll do it again for NFL and all that stuff moving forward. Oh, completely. And we aren't going to really do weekly updates for college football, but what we will do is um, I, I, I'm at least going to do it. Whenever there's a big-time matchup, when we just do a weekly sports update, we're 100% going to be discussing those. Uh, week two isn't very big. Uh, in college football, but week one's a ton of fun. And then week three, we'll have some Texas-USC uh, stuff to talk about. We'll have some Texas-Oklahoma stuff to talk about a little bit later on. So well, we have a lot of stuff planned. Um, just keep, stay tuned, subscribe, keep updated, and uh, just keep on listening. So, Jay, thank you so much, man. Yep, always a pleasure. Perfect. Well, guys, thank you so much, and uh, we're signing off. So have a good night. Yeah.